Hey everybody, welcome back to day two of our Halloween special for the Clean Slate. I'm your host, Daniel, and my co-host, Carson. Say what's up, Carson. What's up, guys? Today we got for you the movie... Nope. Nope. N-O-P-E by Jordan. Jordan Peele. His third feature film. Mm-hmm. Guys, this was a this was a good one that we wanted to add to our list because one, it's more, it's a little bit newer, it's more relevant, and we disagree, and we both disagree on this film. Uh, in in the coming days, we are going to be doing some horror movies, some Halloween movies. It's just going to be kind of our top picks for not our top picks, I guess, but fun kind of grouping of our thirty one days. Some of, of these are like st- genuinely stupid movies mm-hmm. that I picked that yep. I love, like. Here's a sneak peek. We'll probably post online so you guys can watch along. But <laughs> here's a sneak peek. Killer clowns from outer space. Exactly. And that's going to be a nail-biter. It's dumb, but I love it. <laughs> I can't believe you're making me watch that. Anyway. It's classic. <laughs> guys, back to it. We are talking about Jordan Peele's new third installment. Great cast, really, for... Yeah. Some of his regulars. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, Steven Yoon. Yeah, Stephen Yoon. Who is the girl in it? I'm, I'm not too fond of her. Oh, uh, Kiki, Palmer. Kiki Palmer. If you have never heard or seen this movie, this is the logline for it. The residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. UFO. A UFO. So it's pretty. It's. I mean, it's pretty obvious what this is. I mean, or you think it's obvious. There's a little bit okay, it's not like a massive twist, I guess. We just talked about it. But uh there's a I guess it's different than what you're expecting. Yep. As in is some ways. it always is with Jordan Peele. Um yeah, I wouldn't say he's like a, he's not like an M Night Shyamalan like he has to have the twist. I don't know, man. I just no, he's not, dude. He I think just likes he's starting to, to become that. That you're so far off. You're you're off base. Jordan, I think, is close to becoming as predictable as M Night Shyamalan. I strongly disagree, but we don't have to argue. <laughs> it's just it's. I'm not saying that the twist wasn't good in this one, but it's really like this one was a miss for me, big time. So I think I know. Okay. I think I might know why you didn't love it. Probably not. I have a feeling. Okay, but keep going. This nope isn't really a horror film, but neither by any was means. us really. I would say us still leaned more horror though. Yeah, that's true. Not get nope out. Nope is further. I feel like with each film, he's getting further away from horror, and it's becoming kind of his like own psychological thrillers almost. Maybe like a thriller. This felt more like thriller sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some like surrealist stuff in there too. I don't, I don't know. The just... next movie might be really wacky. Whatever he does, yeah, that you can tell they're getting more wacky as he goes along. He's still getting great casts, but it's just like, wait, what? Like even us was a little bit of a stretch for me. I loved us. I love it so much. I love the soundtrack. I love the shooting. I love all of it. But the the story at the end was like, oh, okay. Like, it was good. So I connected with it. <laughs> it was good. But at the very end, when everybody's, like, taking over the world, you're like, oh, okay. I will say with Nope, I felt less of an emotional connection. 100%. I also, because Get Out and Us kind of have, like, this social message as well. Nope does have a message. In my opinion. What do you think the message is? It's just, I think it's something, it's a reflection on how we view traumatic events and how we capitalize off them. 
That's the message? I think that's strongly implied, at least. I think that's a theme. I don't think it's the message, though. Maybe there's not a message. Maybe it's just all theme. And then we have myth, we have to make well, our own because conclusions. In the, exactly at the end of the movie, like they're really just trying to profit off of this. Everybody's trying to profit they still, off of they it. They still get what they want at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's I trying to profit off about it that. at the end. Maybe the message is profit off trauma. I think I know what the message is. Remember the guy that's like trying to get the shot, but like he's a cinematographer. Yeah, I love I love his. He was okay, a So there's this sure. guy who's like trying to film this UFO. And he in the last like I call it the final battle. Yeah. It's not really a battle. Well, kind of is. But he's trying to get this magical shot on like a film camera. Mm-hmm. But he has this cardigan cape thing <laughs> that's like flowing in the wind. Yeah. And this dude has the deepest voice ever. And he does the purple people, purple eater, whatever the heck that kid's book or something. Yeah. But he's he's a funny character. I don't know. Yeah, I like him but, a lot. Okay, what were you gonna say about him? No, I was gonna say that he like sacrifices himself to get the proof to show pe- the shot. Yeah, but it's like, but also, what's the message in that? Sacrifice yourself to get. So I think he doesn't. That guy didn't care about people. Yeah, I think he cared about getting the impossible shot. So for him, it was more about the art, not the people consuming the art. Okay, let's back up real quick. Because there's so many holes in this movie that I think are just have nothing to do what, with. So you think there's plot holes? Yeah, I do. Maybe you are can help plot me with holes it. Are just okay. Yeah, let, let's hear them. Let's first start off with this movie is about you know Daniel Kaluuya, however you say it, Kaluuya. Yeah, we we I have no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh! And Kiki Palmer, their characters are brother and sisters. They are a horse rancher. They they have a bunch of horses and they do um Hollywood Hollywood. Haywood, Hollywood horses or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like they train horses to be actors pretty much in 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 LA. Um and so they yeah. you can tell that they kind of live in the the sticks. Not the sticks. What would you call it? The it's not the it, the grapevine. Like in the Santa Clarita. I would say inland. You're stupid. Inland California. You're stupid. It's probably Santa Clarita to be honest. Um <laughs> Yeah, it looks like Santa Clarita. Honestly, it doesn't even look like Santa Clarita. I'm sure they filmed this out of state. But Well, no, cuz I I've, I've seen that fries. Yeah, so yeah this I'm is, pretty sure they is, did film it in that area. Yeah, this anyway, is on location. Yeah, I think you're right. So at the very beginning of the movie, spoiler, kind of, his dad dies. It's the first, like, two minutes almost. So this, like, coin falls through his head and just, like, kills him. And then it sets off this thing of, like, wait, where did this coin come from? Everybody's thinking, oh, it's a plane crash, whatever. Turns out they're, they're it's aliens. And they spend pretty much the entire movie trying to capture these aliens on camera. Like so footage of it so they could have an Oprah moment. Yeah. Real life proof of aliens, undeniably so. There's also kind of like uh, Steven Yoon's character. This mm-hmm. is kind of like the side quest of a story, which I actually think is more interesting than uh, the alien side of things. Exactly. I think that would be a really cool. Well, he's mentioned, Jordan Peele has mentioned these characters aren't, they're going to come back potentially. Interesting. And I, I think he means the Steven Yoon stuff more so than the alien stuff, but I don't know. Um, so there's this whole idea that Steven Yoon was on this TV show where there was like a monkey character and it was a like a sitcom like in front of a audience. Yep. And the monkey goes crazy and kills people. Kind of a spoiler. That's also within the first two minutes. <laughs> but so you kind of get revealed some of this his past and they compare it to the, the monkey to the UFO, there's like a comparison there. I don't want to spoil why, uh, but I thought that was interesting. 
And I will say they didn't really continue with that as much as I wish they would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the logical conclusion of all that would be. So I guess it does make sense that he wants to revisit these characters. I just wish we, I, I kind of just want this spinoff movie with Steven Yeun. See, that's that was one of the biggest. Oh, things. Steven Yeun has a like a theme park kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, he runs a whole theme and park, and he's trying to get the UFO to abduct horses so everyone can watch it happen. Yeah, and it, he's using it as a part of his show, um, yeah. like almost like if it's a circus um, portion of it. But then, you know, lo and behold, yeah, like a circus. Yeah, they they start pissing off the alien even more to where it's not doing these things. But it's it seemed like Steven, you knew about it, right? Like for a while. He's it seems like he's known. Um, for a while, I mean, potentially he instigated the whole thing. Right. Well, no, because at the beginning there is an audio that you hear about these two hikers that go missing. So I assume that he starts finding out about it sometime after that. So mm-hmm. this has all been going on for a year or less potentially maybe. Yeah. Um, so if now we can, we've kind of covered most of these bases. Honestly, the, the worst part for me was the monkey like whole flashbacks because, Oh, you didn't like it. No, no, no. That's the deal is I loved it. I thought that was so much better than the stupid, like, first of all, Kiki Palmer is so freaking annoying. She's pretty much like Tiffany Haddish to me at this point. Um, like she's kind of like a hype, She's hype. She's at like a high level of energy. But the whole film. Yeah. And it's just like she doesn't she has no like, I guess, change in her character. She's just there to be the funny comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. She's funny. I mean, I would say she's she's somewhat funny. funny. I would say that the camera guy is more funnier. The Geek Squad guy. Yeah, Yeah. he's funny. I liked him. And even the guy from Fry's is pretty funny. Angel, I think is his name. Yeah. No, that's what I was talking about. Sorry. That's who I meant. Oh, oh, that camera guy. I yeah. thought you meant the cinematographer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the the guy from Fries. I didn't mind Kiki in this. Like, I didn't think it was really her fault, but I think her character could have had um, some more layers. Yeah. her brother has a lot more layers. Yeah, her, and that's why film. I think her, her Daniel uh, Kluya's character is so well-developed. Like, he's doing this, like, for his dad. He wants to get out of this, like, horse business, but he doesn't know if he should because his dad started this business, but his dad also just died, like, a couple months ago. So it's, yeah. like, there's a lot Their going on. Their sibling dynamic works for me, though. Like, yes, kinda, I agree. But her by herself, uh, it was just kind of missing, like, an yeah, emotional it was, layer there. it wasn't deep enough for me. Anyway, that's what she said. Anyway, they... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a little blue on this podcast. <laughs> so um so the back to the monkey thing is that like it was so good but they did nothing with it to really connect the two or show why they were showing it that much like in all honesty they could have done like because i can see like off podcast i can see why they did it like right they're exploiting this monkey for like it's a compare and contrast between two different animals exactly But it's also leave it it's in. more of just leave a, this in. It's, it's fine. just like a compare. The UFO is an animal. You no, find okay, that out. I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna leave it in. It's, it's fine. Much just it's War fine. Of the worlds. Honestly, this movie is War of the Worlds. The alien sucks you up through its butthole, <laughs> and it's terrifying. Like it, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know it was, but it is. When the people are screaming and the UFO's flying by, like while they're in the UFO, right? That freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Just like putting myself in their shoes but watching it i didn't feel scared i guess yeah it, i don't know it's just the monkey thing i feel like it took up about like 50 percent of the film 
It was half the film, yeah. Such a small payoff. Like they could have done I that. I feel in two like scenes. there's got to be more to it though. Like I feel stupid. Like, exactly, maybe you were and stupid. that's why I wanted to be like I wanted them to do more with it. Then it's like okay, then show me because they they would just show clips and clips of it for like no reason. And I, I wonder know. if there was some kind of external pressure to like cut back on some of the extra stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, maybe this whole movie is about like preserving animals and like not, I guess messing with them too much because we don't know i've seen um i mean that's a lot like, of jaws comparisons people are saying this is like jordan peele's version of jaws hmm. so like like oh let's keep the beach open even though um there's a shark that's killing people that way we can make money hmm. so this is kind it almost if you think of it that way it could be like let's not keep the beach open let's keep let's not, let's not only keep the beach open but let's use the shark as a show yeah. And so that's also like the monkeys being used as a show, the UFOs being used as a show. The horses are being used as a show because they are. But then we as people will say that's bad, right? Mm-hmm. When we see animals being exploited for television, but if we capture them doing something crazy in the wild, maybe there's something there, but I don't I don't know, that could be a reach. I, yeah, some... I feel like we are reaching a bit trying to find something good for it. A philosophy class would have a heyday with this. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the <laughs> picture we're okay. going to right now. <laughs> I do have a question for you. What's up? And see, I, did you notice how... Uh, so I just watched Us the other night to show Alyssa because we're doing uh, Universal Horror Nights. And so she, I wanted her to make sure she knew some of the stuff that was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched Us and Nope because those are both part of the event. And... Like us opens with a Bible verse and nope opens with a Bible verse. And I'm just curious if there's more to that. I don't have those verses, but I, I just wonder if you, if you heard anything, cause I haven't really looked into it. Um, I haven't looked into it. That is kind of interesting though. Maybe it's part of Jordan Peele's background. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Did he grow up religious or spiritual or anything? I mean, I can't find it. I don't know if there's anything that connects to that. Well, um, Maybe we'll we'll look it up and uh, we'll further this conversation another time, maybe. Also, I do think, though, that the coolest thing about this movie, I will say, is that they filmed it in IMAX cameras. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really it's. If really you can pretty. watch this on the big screen, I think you'll be much happier. And for because, you know, they couldn't shoot at night because they're on film. They shot yep. a majority of this in the middle of the day when most of the movie in is the day. Night. Yeah. And then they just colored. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah, so I will I will give them that for this movie is great. In the that. special effects are solid. Yep, I will say the uh, I mean the score is always good with uh, Jordan Peele. Another thing I noticed about this that I liked is the costume design is pretty sick. Like these are all I looked up some stuff on the costume design. All the outfits are vintage, like real vintage clothing that they sourced from like a bunch of thrift shops and eBay and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to find some of it, and it's all priced out of my range now, but. <laughs> You know what's funny is... I will say that Scorpion King hoodie goes hard. Is the ID that appears on Angel's truck. I just read this right now. It says FE1111, which is Fry's Electronics. But it's a reference to the Jeremiah 1111. 1111. Which is... From us. Exactly. Which is, therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Yeah, okay, and that's, like, when they're in the UFO screaming, yep. right? And then, so, okay, big brain moment. 
when you're in Steven Yoon's office, right before he shows them like all of his monkey souvenirs, there is the scissors from us on his desk. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know if there's any get out references. I couldn't find any from what I on this rewatch I did. But I saw the scissors because we just watched us and I was like, What? What wow. does that mean? And it and is it just like a like a cameo of the scissors or does it mean something? And I, I'm Yeah, like maybe his maybe universes are connected. And there's way. like a film that somehow connects all these themes and we're just piecing it together. I don't know. That would be insane. That would be like the Avengers of George Would that Peele. make you a believer in this film? Would you be like, okay. Yeah, 100%. This was like a stepping stone to something bigger. Yeah, maybe? I, I think I would have a way deeper appreciation for it. Again, I just think Let's we're kind of reaching. <laughs> Let's hope that bit. happens. I will say I like every time someone says nope in the movie. Nope. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Nope. I do. Okay. I do have a good theater story though. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. But we got to wrap this one up quick. Fr- okay. this We'll end it with this and then you, you can close. There was this old man yep. in my theater screening. I'm a I'm a second row kind of guy, so <laughs> I can hear him behind me. Oh, really? Second really row? Really loudly. Uh, lately. Depends on the screen size. Weird. Okay, keep going. <laughs> That's another podcast. But <laughs> this dude would, like, smoker laugh every time the monkey came on the screen and, and killed someone. Like, the monkey's... Spoiler, the monkey's beating the crap out of someone, and this dude's going, <laughs> and I'm like, can you not? Like, this is not that kind of moment. And I laugh at horrible things in movies, but I don't know why he was laughing so hard at that. I was like, I feel uncomfortable. This is the first monkey appearance in our Halloween watching, but there is another monkey. Which one? I believe that shows up later. Scary Movie 4. Oh, my God. All right, everybody. Um, thank you for listening to our second episode of the Clean Slate Podcast. Uh, we appreciate all the support you guys are giving us, or we hope you are giving us. <laughs> Tomorrow, we're going to be doing another episode in our Halloween marathon. Yes, sir. But that's it for now. Watch some good movies, y'all. That's a Clean Slate.